You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You gotta be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets and successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game that's necessary and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. What up, homie? What up? How you doing today? Doing good, brother. Doing good, man. Uh, a little tired again, but you know, making it. Hey, listen, it's coming up on the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Your schedule picked up. Stuff is, you know, starting to catch up to you like old age. You got, you know, <laughs> and, and as young as you used to. I don't know if anybody told you this. If Cheryl has slipped you a note in your lunch bag on the way to work, you're not a spring chicken. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm man. learning. Listen, you ain't the only one though. These these bones, man. The weather changed down here. Oh, work two weeks. Yo, it was. Did I tell you it was snowing over here the other day? What? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it does snow in Alabama. Yeah, it wasn't sticking enough, and it just you know some some nice sized flakes fell the other day, man. Last week, man, we've been in the thirties and forties last week and a half. Same here. That's the that's the problem that I have, and we don't get these little. You know, Florida, we get two weeks of cold mm-hmm. in January. Mm-hmm. Actually, January, February It's the end of January and the beginning of February, and then that's it. It's been cold two weeks in a row here from November to December. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this ain't gonna work. Like, I, I mean, like at night, it was like 30 something. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Here, here, here's the here's how you know it, it's actually cold in Florida. We had to turn the heat on. Wow. Exactly. Tasha the other day had a dream about it snowing in Florida. Wow. I say, Hell freezing over. God damn. Perfect. If it happened before December 31st, it would make a hundred a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. If it happened before this year is up, it would make perfect sense based on how everything went down this year. Yeah. Like that's crazy. I say, well, either it's going to be hot come 2021, January, February, mm-hmm. or we actually might get cold enough for some flakes, some flurries, but they don't stick. They don't stick, yeah. I'm not looking forward yeah. to that. I didn't move to Florida for the snow. Yeah, my dad would say, uh, if you need any proof that global warming is a thing, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That make a lot of sense. That yep. make a lot of sense, man. Yep. Man, you know, it's it. I was... Before we got on tonight, I was thinking, you know, we've been doing this thing for about a year, a little over a year now. Less than. Is it less than? I mean, we've been planning for close to a year and a half, too. That's Like, the actual launch where we actually got it going consistent. Yeah. Started at the end of March. All right. That's right. That's right. I do remember that. I do remember that. So, I was thinking, I'm like, man, me and Shane have talked in this year because of the podcast more than we probably talked in the previous years between, yeah. you yeah. know, <laughs> in two years, 
or blow your mind, we would have graduated, been out of high school for 20 years. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think in this last year, we've probably talked more in this year than we have in the previous 18, 16, 15, whatever it is. However many years it's been. Yeah. But you know what? I, the other part of that that I was thinking about was I probably have gotten to know you better in this time yeah. than I knew you before. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. Um, I agree. I, 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 we never missed the beat. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> you know? That's it's so odd. It's, it's odd. You know, somebody asked me, one of my kids asked me, to just today, do you still keep up with any of your friends from high school? Like, do you, do you talk to, and they call it classmates. Being classmates is a big thing out here. Um, and I was like, yeah, I talk to, I keep up with about two. And I, and I mean, I got love for a bunch of people. And there's a lot of people that you know in passing that you come across. And, yeah. you know, even um, recently being down at Granny's funeral, you run into a couple childhood friends. But, um, like, I legit talk to you and Nelsia. And that's kind of my, my people who I keep up with from high school. So um, it, it's funny to be here and knowing where we came from and, and just be here. Man, man, just to be here in this moment. Mm-hmm. But we have grown and grown up together. Yes, sir. You know, um, and as they say, iron sharpens iron. Yes, sir. So truly appreciative. And I'm looking forward to the next because you know, I feel like this is not supposed to be, you know, we're approaching 40. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. We're approaching 40. And in my mind, I went to, all right, so first half of your life, right? That's yeah. almost in the books. Now let's look at the second half, which keep in mind, tomorrow ain't promised. So I'm assuming that I'm getting another 40. Yeah. I'm just, just going to operate like that. I'm good with 35. Give me another 35 at least. I need, I need another 40. I need another 40. You know why? You know why? Because remember I told you the other day, my rule is 8 to 80. I at least got to get to <laughs> It's an 80-year-old that I'm with. All right, for the audience, I got this rule, right? You know, you're not supposed to fight people, but some people deserve to be hit in the face. That includes the ages of 8 years old all the way up to 80. And if you fall within that range, you can get punched in the face the same. Anytime. <laughs> However, Shane has opened me up. When we talk about iron sharp design, he grew me. <laughs> Opened up our range down to five years old. Yep, I'm five six. I'm not as tall as Vic, so I can go down a little bit because you may have a four-year-old that's taller than me. <laughs> you got a five-year-old and up. They can get these hands. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we are just joking. We do not fight kids. <laughs> he <In> is. Public. <laughs> <laughs> Look, before we get in trouble some more, take us down old memory lane. I don't know if you call it memory lane. Take us down what blew your mind. I'm really curious at this point, especially with everything that has happened this year, what blew your mind at this stage in the game? Um, listening again uh, to the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Charlemagne had this um this line or this idea where he's talking about being one of one. And one of the, the quotes that he said was, today you are you. That is truer than true. There was no one alive who was youer than you. Mm. And too many people, I think, um, and that blew my mind because I believe too many people spend too much time trying to 
recreate what's already created and don't spend enough time innovating and and and, and trying to be that one of one like you could be like everybody else or you can be the best version of you and there's no one else like you and there's no one else that can do what you do with the set of skills you have with the experiences you have and um I think it's important that people start to see themselves through that lens of striving to be that one of one, that unique being that we were all created to be. So now, now you know, we we grow up, we grow up in search of our independence. You know, we mm-hmm. grow up in household with siblings and uh, aunts and uncles who, you know, family members say you remind me of so-and-so or you look just like so-and-so and you almost get to a point where you even uh, fight for your own individuality, your own independence. Mm-hmm. Why do you think we go from that phase to then without even thinking about it, trying to recreate what was already created and rather than striving for that one of one? Because it's easy. The path is laid out. It's not as scary. It's um, not as dark. And by the way, that quote was by Dr. Seuss. I just got it from, I heard Charlotte Amanda God say it, but Dr. <laughs> Seuss is actually the- uh, He's a genius. <laughs> yeah, the uh, creator of that quote. But, um, you know, they, they said, what, the path less traveled? Mm-hmm. And if somebody gives you the blueprint, it's 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 easier to follow as opposed to creating- um, your own thing like you know what one of the most asinine things i've said and this is this is evolution at its finest um at the beginning of the podcast when we used to talk about bread being a lot of different breads being on the bread aisle i think now looking back in retrospects i don't agree with that because um yes there is a lot of bread in the bread aisle but if there's already a market for the bread or there's already stuff going on by me dumping myself into that market at best i'm devaluing the entire market because now people have options so now to be a competitor you have to look at like okay you have to be price matching you have to do that um the 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 world is big and there's spaces but i i think over the course of this year i've been um, on this journey to find or to try to think about what could be next or what's needed and to innovate as opposed to hopping on that train that's already moving, if that makes sense. Innovate rather than replicate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and you know what? The replication may be needed to get to the innovation, which I think that's the space that I'm actually in right now. Um, trying to replicate some things to get over to where I want to be to make them real big flips and do some stuff. Yeah. But um you know, in and of itself, just that that statement itself about the bread on the bread aisle, I think looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that one. I think I, I think I would still I would still agree with it. But what I think we failed to do was go deeper than the surface. Mm. Yes. Standing at the end of the bread aisle, you can see that there are multiple brands of bread which suggests, shoot, I can eat. People are buying this. Yeah. If I offer an option, I can jump in that market and possibly eat too. Mm-hmm. But if you walk down the aisle and you look, even those different brands are unique in some way, whether 100%. it be size, whether it be the taste, whether it be the flavor, whether it yeah. be the ingredients. And I think that what that's where we missed 
in that quote and where we miss in life is that we see a lane from a distance and on the surface and say, hey, that lane is moving. I'm going to get right in that lane too. But what we fail to do is get in and innovate yeah. in a way that makes us different. That yeah, it makes us you than you. Yeah. Make, yeah. Right? Have a unique value to offer so yeah. that when people walk down the aisle, you stand out to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's true in a lot of different spaces from interviewing, trying to get a job to, uh, you know, in the sales world, as a matter of fact, and I don't know why this, this, this hit me, but when I teach people about sales and you talk about branding, I talk about you approach a customer. One of the first things a customer is wondering is, all right, look, give me your sales pitch. You got 30 seconds. Why should I pick you? Why you? Why now? And I make people answer that question. You don't get time to think. You just got to answer why you, why now? And most of the time, they just regurgitate stuff that they've heard because they've never put any thought into their own uniqueness. Mm. What makes them special? What would make somebody pick you over me? Over me, vice versa. You know, that's what I think a lot of people don't do enough of. And I know that I was guilty of it early on in life. And I have to, as I, as I'm growing, you know, our businesses, my businesses with my, my wife and, and such, I'm constantly trying to think about that. Like, all right, why would somebody pick us over the next one? You know, I've never thought about that in terms of my businesses. Oh, it's absolutely true. When you think about marketing, a marketing scheme, a branding, putting yourself out there, no matter how you do it, no matter the platform, you're saying, hey, hey, pick me, me. pick me. Yeah. Right. But what makes you you? Why, if you only got 30 seconds to impress them, why should somebody pick you? Answer that question. And I think that you have to spend that time. If you're advertising on social media, you got to answer that question in 30 seconds. If you're talking to somebody, mm. you answer that question in 30 seconds and it's got to be impactful. It's got to hit them right now and emotionally move them because here's the truth. People buy emotionally and rationalize intellectually. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was a bar. Back up. What? Mm -hmm. People buy emotionally and rationalize intellectually. How many times have you been in Walmart, saw those cookies on sale? Yes, sir. I'm buying them. I'm buying them. And (laughs) I will justify later money wow i mean think about how many purchases big purchases oh yeah whatever this made me feel good you buy a car most often because you're thinking about how this feel when i ride in it and the seats and the leather and the feeling that i got but the cost of it i will rationalize that later by figuring out okay what bills am i not gonna pay yeah what can i afford you know what i mean yeah 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 that's the way. Wow, that's dope, man. Yeah, people buy emotionally and rationalize intellectually. Mm. Absolutely. Being one of one. Being one of one. I'd like to do that. I, 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 I would like to believe that that's what I've been trying to do. And I'd like to believe that I'm teaching my kids to do that as well. Um, it's hard. And um, I think when I, when I heard it, the conversation I, I just began to reflect and thinking about, and I don't know, and, and I, I would love to have some feedback with people that listen to the podcast and understand what aspects of fear hold people back from being 
you were than you. You know what I'm saying? Or you that you need, you're like, what, 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 what is it about the fear? Is it the fear of failure? Is it the fear of rejection? Is it the fear of not being good enough? Is it the fear of wasting time? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and for me, I guess I just mentioned for me, I think my fear when it, when you think about being you than you is maybe the fear of not being good enough or being, you know, getting criticized for it, not being to par. And um, I, I, I just always, I, I wrestle with that. Like what's stopping me? What's stopping you? Like what's stopping you from being you than you? Yeah. You know, fear, you know, we've talked about it a couple of times in, in many different episodes on this show and offline and having that conversation. Yeah. Um, fear. I think the fear is loss of the unknown. Mm. You don't know what it's going to cost you or how much it's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. And so it makes you hesitant to take any action or any step forward. Mm. Uh, I shared a post earlier this week. Uh, it said, I don't care who the biggest fish in the pond is. I'm a whole different animal. I saw that. I saw that. With that post, what hit me was the message that I said, which I said, at some point recently, you probably doubted your own ability. You doubted yourself. You doubted your goals. But at the end of the day, you are a whole different animal. So there is nothing really that you should be comparing yourself to Yeah. in hopes that it does remove that fear and push people past that that confinement that limit that constraint um i myself my fear and i still battle this fear of failure and a lot of people say that but really and truly you know how you've been posed with the question do you hate to lose or love to win more yeah i think um i would say at first i hate to lose more than i love to win but I'm trying to be in a place where I've always learning from losing. Like I try to be in that place, but I, I don't like losing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hate it. And, and I pick hate to lose because if I'm not losing and I'm doing everything that I can to not lose and I don't lose, that means I won. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's on the other end. Um, I, I really, I really have held myself back because of fear in a lot of different areas. One main area is creating more content. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have ideas and they all trapped in my phone and in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm, I've been fighting, trying to get them out and coming up with excuses. So please, please audience, please understand that, you know, I am extremely human in my pursuit for greatness. And although I I may have some advice for people uh, as a third party and outside perspective as to what could help them to, to get to the next level, I myself am definitely in the fire trying to bring out my greatness and be one of one. Same here. Same here. And it's so funny. Like um, I often say out loud, I suck. You know, and somebody, man, you don't suck. I'm like, whatever, I suck. What is the measuring stick 
that you use in that moment or that you're thinking of in that moment that that brings you to the equal the the so the the end result of saying i suck i think it's it's where i want to be in my head and and really where i want to be just comes down to a to-do list what did you get done what are you doing like um I'm I'm good with a slow grind. I'm good with building things. I'm good with like, um, for instance, like um, when I got that, when I just found out about that top 10 ranking, right? I, I just tagged my principal and I just said progress. Stay, staying hungry. You know what I'm saying? Not, not made it progress. Progress. Exactly. Because as I said, I remember being three and 21. So I'm good in that place where, um, where it's a it's a grind and you grind it on out, but I still struggle with that. Well, you could have did this or you could be doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I very rarely get comfortable where I'm at, and, and and that's why I most of the times I'm like, yo, I suck, and I'm good with that because that's just kind of my way of staying grounded. I was gonna ask, is that a humbling mechanism? Yeah, yeah, it's my way of being. Is is my way of, um is my way of being grounded. I think there's going to come a time where I, I, I'm going to be completely arrogant about some things. Like, um, but I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to be there yet because I don't feel as though I've eroven, if that's even a word. Probably not, but <laughs> if you have a doctorate, so <laughs> you could actually say it is. And you've done research. And most people, because they just sit on the surface, are not going to do the work to go find out if it is or not. They might Google right there in the moment. Um, exactly. They're going to say, who gave this idiot a doctorate degree? <laughs> <laughs> is that really a word? It don't matter. Doctor. It don't matter. Um, here's, here's, the, here's something that I'm curious about. If that's a humbling mechanism to help keep you grounded, is it because at one point you got away from being humble, you got arrogant, and you possibly had a bad encounter, bad experience, and you 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 said to yourself, I will never allow myself to get arrogant again. So you now humble yourself? Nah. It, it, it's just simply, oh, you got to stay focused on what it is. You still got more to do. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't know where the hell that came from and why I'm that way, why I'm wired that way. But I'm like, you you got more to do, fam. You got way more to do. Mm-hmm. Just based on where your goals are. Yeah. Did 2020 this year teach you anything? And if so, what? 2020 has taught me that... Um, Life is going to be life and you just got to keep pushing forward. Like, I think this whole 2020 is the worst year ever thing is a bit overstated because somebody in 2019 lost everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lost everything. And now they're in 2020, you know, if they're in California or New York, they locked down, but they haven't caught COVID, no family caught COVID. So for them, 2020 is just a, you know, more people are going through it, but for them, they're like, yo, I'm, I'm good. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Compared to where I was. Compared to where I was. So to overstate, um, I think a lot of this 2020 is so trash is a bit overstated. And that's just a mindset, I guess. But I think more than anything, 2020 has taught me that um, life is going to happen. And it's how you react to those happenings is ultimately what defines you. Like, it's just that. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that 
in the beginning, I was definitely one of those people, one of those people that was like, man, 2020 suck. And and the part that sucks, 20 is my number. Like, yeah, yeah. that's my yeah. number. <laughs> so, you know, you know, everybody goes into the new year like this, my year. Dude, yeah. I was approaching 2020 like, yeah. If it's anybody's year, it's gotta be mine, right? Yeah. And at first, the way things started unfolding, dude, I got in two car accidents in three days. At the beginning of the year. Wow. Two car accidents in three days. Neither one was my fault. They were other people's fault. People weren't paying attention, like always. That's on them. People being stupid. That's on them. Nonetheless, that to start the year off, mm. two accidents, three days. Kobe passed. Mm. COVID hit. Mm. It was like... Oh, back to oh. back. Whoa, hold on. And then we just kept losing iconic people over and over again. And we're still losing some iconic. Yeah, we just people. lost Debo. We just lost Debo. Yeah. Who? Debo. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma just tuck mine in. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> yeah, man. Um yeah. It, here's some I was I was taking notes and I jotted down some words that came to me thinking about what did I learn in 2020? What are my takeaways? I wrote down patience, facts, resilience and perseverance, facts, endurance, mm-hmm. mental health. Um, big time. That one was a big one. Just my bandwidth, uh, what I was able to take on, uh, and prioritizing it higher up on my list. Mm-hmm. I took it for granted. Uh, family. Spirituality, not religion, spirituality. Big difference. Information. It yep. was a lot of stuff floating around, flying around. What's real, what's not. The biggest one that I love to see is people just reshare stuff. And I know that I've been guilty of stuff. Reshare it without researching it. Yeah, I've been guilty of that big time. Right? Check my facts. Is this a real article? Yeah. What, who's the source? Right? The people who I'm going to vote for. Get some information on them. Mm-hmm. The people who have passed, the great people, what do I know about them? That's history leaving us. Mm. And I don't know what they've done just off the top of my head. So how can I educate my kids and those who are coming after me if I call myself being a bridge builder? Mm-hmm. The last word or phrase I wrote down was create my own. Mm. All of those words and phrases came out of this year because as you alluded to earlier, um, it was all about perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see 2020 as trash or did you gain some things from this year and this experience? Were you asking me a question over that just to... No, I think I was asking myself, pausing. Okay. You're more than welcome to answer. No, no. Um, one thing I could add to the list, or I would like to add to the list, even, you know, I'm going to borrow your list, Debo. Um, <laughs> I would add company. Company? In the sense of my mother always used to tell me this. And it just never made sense to me to really this year. And she always used to tell me, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. And it is just kind of like, 
are you rolling with those that think 2020 is just like the worst thing ever? Or are you rolling with those that see the positives and, 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 and look for the positive in any situation. And that, that's one of the things I've realized um, over, over the course of the year is I've just been very mindful of the people around me because I'm, if I'm trying to float with a certain level of energy, I don't need you around effing that up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's just like protecting your mental, like mental health has been, has been more eye opening to me because I think this year alone, I've become more aware of panic attacks and what those mm-hmm. are and what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in my prior 35 years, never really like panic attacks, whatever, whatever that is. But you just kind of identify with it a little bit more because it's just like, oh, you feel those walls caving in and closing in on you. You were put in a space where you felt it more, meaning, you know, from COVID and the isolation and all the things that were happening in the world, whether it be to other people that you felt, you know, you, even though COVID, we were fortunate enough that it didn't hit us right close to home. Does it mean that I didn't empathize and sympathize with the people that it did? Yeah. Or, or, Or take it a step further. When I say company, Maybe it wasn't those things. Maybe it was the fact that you've been around somebody that's been experiencing those panic attacks. Mm. So now it's like somehow it's rubbing off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and that, that's when you really begin to evaluate who and what is around you, you know, the spirits and the things like I, I don't get too weird. Like, I think sometimes people get really weird, you know, like. Oh, the spirits and this and this and this and this and this. I, I try my best not to get too weird, but there is some truth to the energy mm-hmm. around you. Like, it's transferable. Yeah. It you absolutely is. Like there could be something that you don't believe in, but somebody who believes in it just speaks it. And now it's in your brain. Mm-hmm. Now it's in your Incredible. psyche. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's certain there's certain posts that I could see the headline or I could see just a little piece of the picture or the, the video starts a little bit and I'll keep scrolling because I said mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, don't I don't need that, that in me. my spirit. I don't, I don't need, need that in my me. spirit. And and it's it's stuff that has happened that it, uh this year that is uh it it's monumental. It it was a a moment frozen in time that will forever be ingrained. You know some of these videos that have happened to black people, the atrocities, the murders. Mm-hmm. This stuff I haven't watched all of them. I haven't read all of the details. Mm-hmm. I don't need to shoot. I, I I've experienced <laughs> a lot of those experiences, so I'm pretty sure I could guess what the details of how that played out. Mm-hmm. I don't need that in my spirit right now, messing up, you know, what I got going. Yeah. I'm yeah. still sympathetic to it. Yeah. You know, another thing with the spirit um, and the energy, I think I've retired from Trump conversation on Facebook, <laughs> not because he lost, but because I think after granny died, I just realized that some things are pointless and I've summed it up in my brain is this, like if, the again wasn't enough for you. It ain't no point in talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if that door didn't close or if that I didn't shut down at when he make America great again. And you think about the inclusiveness of that statement, how it would be perceived by others. If that wasn't enough for you to just to say, hey, maybe I don't. There's nothing else to talk about. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. None of nothing that happened. Anything that happened. 
after that was par for the course. Yeah. So I've, I've completely engaged. It's pointless. Like, what? why am I spending my time trying to convince y'all of something that y'all ain't really interested in? Like, no. I'll, yeah. I'll spend my energy doing something else. Yeah. I just don't even need to engage yep. in that conversation. Yeah. So it's pointless. Thing. Yep. This year has helped me to identify what's most important. And in a lot of areas, like conversations to engage in, people to interact with, uh, projects and things to put my energy into, mm. investing, investing not just from a stock standpoint, but where I invest my time, my effort, my attention, energy, my yep. energy. 100%. 100%. Investments. Yep. This year has definitely brought that to light. Yep. Yep. We're, and it's shaping how I'm just my plan for 2021. You know, like, I, I, you know, I'm going to be, as I said, I got three more academic projects. Wait, one, two, three, four more academic projects that I'm, I got to finish because I've committed to them in my brain. And after that, deuces, I'm out. Would you believe that I haven't set goals or thought about what I'm going to do 2021? Like, for some reason, you talk about the evolution, what this year has done to me. It's got me thinking about the future. And I think the word right word would be holistically. Mm-hmm. Right. So 2021 and beyond or better yet, tomorrow and beyond. So as I think about, you know, just the business. Right. I want to get the business going. I'm thinking about projections, not in 2021. I'm thinking about projections in the sense of, all right. I want the business to grow to this point and I want to be able to do this and maneuver this way, mm-hmm. which should allow my family to do this. You know, we're looking at our finances, we're, we're financially planning, but it doesn't have the timetable attached to it of 2021 or January. It doesn't have that timetable. And gotcha. that's not like me. Gotcha. You know, I'm all about set your, your five-year plan, your three-year plan, your one-year plan, your next month plan. But I haven't, for whatever reason, something has evolved in me to think about the future as this, it's on this continuum, not compartmentalizing, not segmenting, segmenting it out, saying first quarter, second quarter. I'm not thinking about it like that. I'm thinking about... Here's the example. Tasha and I want uh, investment property. Mm-hmm. There is no timetable in the sense of, okay, well, we want to have that in five years. The reason we haven't set a deadline like that, because our language has changed to, we want investment property. So we're making decisions now to put us in place to be able to do that. Yeah. And the pressures of having that timetable sometimes cause you to make impatient mistakes and decisions. Mm -hmm. And so we remove that because 2020 COVID is so, it has no expiration date. There is no end to it. So I can't predict with an expiration date on when I want to move and do certain things. I have to be flexible. I have to be resilient and I have to be patient. Yeah. So I, I don't know what, why it happened that way or why I'm seeing life that way, but I am. I think because we're in a space where you're focused more on the steps that it takes. 
Hmm. So you lose track. You, I mean, I think I might have said it last week in a conversation. I don't remember where we was like, um, it was that ET podcast, and they said people spend too much time focusing on the end instead of creating the steps to get to the end. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that that's what what it was because you're thinking like, what do you need to put in place now to get to the bigger picture? Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I mean I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly because yeah. um well I, I think they work hand in hand because I do have some goals set with timelines. But I know in order for that to happen, I gotta I do have to do X, Y, Z, D, D, this. Um so I, I mean I I I can go both ways. Yeah. I think that. I just I think you're right, they do go both hand in hand. I think I've just put more effort into the details and the steps to score. You know, I've often used this analogy. We always know what our end zone dance is going to be. Yeah. We practice that. We know how we're going to celebrate when we get there. And we put all the work and details into the dance. Yeah, man, I can't wait. Right. But we spend less time and we incorporate less details on the plays. Yeah. It's going to get us to the end zone. That is a gem there, boy. Hot fire, hot fire. Hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this... I appreciate the lessons that I've learned. They've been challenging. Mm-hmm. But I also appreciate the progress that we've been able to make uh, together. Perspective. You know, when, and, with you as well as with my wife, you know, we've been able to grow through this together. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Purpose Addicts? It's Coach Vic. Hey, listen, I got a couple questions for you. Do you or someone you know have a really dope brand or business but need help getting the word out? Or maybe you sell a product that people need or host a podcast that could really take off if you could just increase the foot traffic? Well, you're in luck. Shane and I would like to use our show Purpose Addicts to help you do just that. Listen, man, all my years in sales taught me a really important lesson when it comes to growing a business. As an advertiser, you should be interested in doing one thing, putting what you do in front of the highest number of eyeballs possible. One of the best ways to capture a lot of attention is buying ad space on existing platforms with an established audience like our show Purpose Addicts. You can now purchase ad space through us that will air during as many episodes as you want. It can either be at the start of the show to grab the audience attention in the middle of the conversation while everybody is deep in thought or at the end of an episode, making sure their last impression is on Y.O.U. Just send us an email at purposeaddicts02 at gmail.com. Again, that's purposeaddicts02 at gmail.com with the subject line ad space to request more details about our offers. Or you can contact us directly through social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Purpose Addicts. And while you're at it, visit our YouTube channel to see clips and full episodes of the show. Here's where you can leave comments about our content and tell us what you need to help you walk in your purpose. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share what we're doing. It costs you zero dollars to show support. Yeah, I know that's a shameless plug, but so what? Listen, in all seriousness, I do want you to think about this. If you have ads airing on our show 
As our audience grows, so does yours. So why not partner up with us to let everyone know how being dope is in your DNA? Our audience of addicts is looking for exactly what you have to offer. They just don't know it exists yet. Grab ad space today and tell the world what you do best. Now go live life on purpose. With this conversation, was there was there anything in particular you wanted to make sure you got out because you had hit me up and you said, I really want to have this conversation talking about life in general. And I felt like, all right, there's something he got to get off his chest. Um, I guess, and I, I alluded to it, life is just all about perspective. Like, there's somebody right now who is sleeping under a co- cardboard box, under a bridge, that wakes up and says, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> life is good. You know what I'm saying? And there's somebody with millions of dollars in the bank who woke up this morning and contemplated killing themselves. So, like, um... You know, like just being transparent, speaking of, about my life, um, my grandmother died uh, maybe a little bit less than a month ago, a couple of weeks ago. That's the first member of my family that um, we've lost that the close immediate family, you know, you mm-hmm. know and here and there. Um, you know, we've been dealing with COVID. Um, we've been dealing with a crappy torn apart country with the elections and all this stuff so you have all of that but then you look around you know this year i was able to finally start some businesses legit llc's um we 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 bought a house and we got a house right now that's being built from scratch um you know while i was at florida i'm at home for literally less than a day because we flew in and flew out I'm selling 35 products online where I got to rush back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Coming back. Uh, my, my basketball team's ranked top 10. We were able to, you know, there's so much positive around us, but it's easy to get caught up in the negative. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I guess that's what I was trying to just get off my chest. I just wanted to say, yeah, man, some bullshit done happened this year. <laughs> some bullshit. But at the end of the day, my fingers and my toes is moving, you know? Yeah. So it's like, what? What 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 more can we say? You know, except for life just happened. Life is gonna happen. Like yep. you can't stop life from happening. And and it's like it's just momentum. You going you going it's gonna bounce and it's probably gonna bounce wrong for a little bit. But then eventually you get on the other side of that bounce and it's gonna bounce good for a little bit. Yeah. You just have to have that perseverance to understand that it's just bouncing. Yeah. Life is a game of runs. Like n- nothing can be sweet all the time. Yeah, listen, go 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 look up the poem, see it through. Mm. Just for yourself. Just go see it through. I'm talking to the audience. Go look up the poem, see it through. All the bros, omegas, you know what I'm talking about, but go look up, see it through. Just if you if you if you burn that into your spirit, it will help change your perspective as life starts to happen. Promise you that. Well, look, man, this is always a good conversation and talking with you and catching up because in the hustle and bustle of life, we don't often get to just stop and slow down. And I think that that's what this did for us more than anything. Mm-hmm. We we have always been two individuals that just go, 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 go. Yeah. But the podcast forces us to get to a quiet space so that we can record 
to just slow down. Yeah. Nothing else matters in this moment but recording this episode and chopping it up. 100%. Uh, I want to I share the quote to, to end this conversation. And I think it's very relevant, especially based on what we were talking about regarding fear. Mm-hmm. The quote says, fear does not stop death. It stops life. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Fear does not stop death. Dropping buttons. Listen, just take a moment to take that into your spirit. Death is going to come. You being afraid, you being anxious, you being scared is not going to stop death from coming. What it does stop is life. You living, living your best life. You get paralyzed by that fear. You get stagnant. You get complacent. You get comfortable. You get stuck. So we encourage you. When we say go live life on purpose, that's what we're talking about. You got to do it with intention. Be intentional in everything you do. Live life on purpose. As always, we appreciate you rocking with us, man. Go like, subscribe, share the show. If you haven't heard, we started a YouTube channel. We're going to be posting short clips, full clips. We want to hear your feedback, comments. Let us know what content you want us to talk about. We got some real interesting guests coming up uh, in the next round of the show. So we really look forward to it. We appreciate the support to all those who've been rocking with us. Shout out to you. Uh, One big shout out, uh, uh, Nelsia, as always, our sister, our uh, silent co-host. She's always rocking with us. But I tell you, another person I want to shout out who's been supporting us is Sabrina. Uh, You you took took the words right out of my mouth. Sorry, Sabrina, you're awesome. Go ahead, Shane. You no, got- no, you go right ahead because I was been thinking about her too. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Sabrina, uh, we appreciate you rocking with us. You have always supported the show. Thank you. Um, please continue to do so and let us know how we can help support you and what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Also, Daniel Whitehouse, he 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 chimes in a lot. We are going to get you on the show, buddy. Um, I'm so looking forward to having a conversation, which has been some years. Um, everybody that supports, uh, we don't, we don't see the scope of everybody, but we truly appreciate you because, um, this, the journey you've, you've lived this journey with us, like us stepping out and doing this, you've really lived this journey. So we appreciate everybody. And if we missed your name, just tell us and we'll tell you, we'll shout you out. We shout you out, man. <laughs> uh, for a small fee, you for can a get small a fee of- shout out on <laughs> Purpose Addicts. <laughs> Live life on purpose. All right, man. We out. Peace.